0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Sephora. So Sephora knows makeup, okay? You guys know this. It's been in their DNA since day one. And specifically, they know clean makeup. It's their latest obsession. They have so much clean makeup. And I'm going to tell you guys a couple of my specific favorites in a second. But first, you should know if you are shopping at Sephora and you want to buy something clean, definitely look for like it's like a circle and it's a green stamp and it says clean at Sephora. And that seal means that it's formulated without parabens, sulfates, mineral oils, formaldehyde, and more. So you just know when you're shopping, you just know what to look for. Or to keep it clean. Okay. So if you're going to go for clean beauty at Sephora, I would definitely, and I talked about this in the last episode, pick up Tarte Sea's Surfer Curl Volumizing Mascara. It's the best clean mascara that I've tried. It's only at Sephora and it's vegan. It volumizes, it curls. It gives you that flirty lash that we all love. I love it over a strip lash and The Tart C mascara has vitamin E and algae in it. So you know you're using clean mascara. It's right next to your eye. It makes total sense, right? Other clean beauty standouts are Bites Power Move Creamy Matte Lip Crayon. They also have RMS Beauty, Living Glow Face, and Body Powder. Body Powder is so major. You can also count on them for this specific lip jelly. It's a non-sticky moisturizing gloss. It's by Tower 28, and it's the Shine On Lip Jelly. So I looked at the list, and those are the three that I would go for. Uh, If you're shopping clean, get the best in clean makeup at Sephora online and in stores now. On that note, let's get into my solo episode.
1: She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready
0: for some major realness.
1: Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh Aha!
0: guys, what's up? It's just me today. I did a Q&A on my Instagram stories and on my Instagram and asked you guys to ask me anything. And I got so many great questions that I decided to not only answer them on Instagram, but to also answer them on the podcast. A uh, little disclaimer, if you're not into pregnancy and birth, this is probably not the episode for you because a lot of the questions were around that. So like Michael always says, there's 250 episodes. There's so many different subjects, so many different topics. So if this isn't your jam, I get it. I get it. The questions were predominantly about the baby. So this episode is going to be heavily having to do with the baby, but it'll also be sprinkled in with some beauty and wellness, like always. Okay, Taylor, let's hope your mic's hot because you were telling me that you have some questions for me. Which I is-
1: did. We just recorded an episode and right at literally right as we finished recording, I thought, damn it, I have a ep- I, I question I should have asked. So I'm going to ask it during this one.
0: You can ask a couple questions. You can ask whatever you want. I'm sure you have some questions like uh, that are probably gross.
1: (laughs) Some clarifications questions. Some
0: clarifications. All right, let's just hop right into it. Okay. Is motherhood what you thought it would be? Yes and no. I mean, there's definitely things that are shocking, like there's a lot of poo and pee and spit up. I mean, I knew that was going to happen, but it's it's different when it's actually in real life. And I didn't know how obsessed and in love I would be with the baby. Everyone says that you're going to be obsessed, but I mean, after experiencing it, it's like a whole different thing. So that's something that's definitely surprised me. It's also surprised me how how much I want to be with the baby. I thought, you know, I would be fine to just go out and about right away. And it it took me some time. What else surprised me was about the birth. I I talked about this in the birth episode, but like they tell you that you're, I thought you were just going to get the baby and like be done. No, you have to deliver the placenta and then they have to push on your stomach every 15 minutes for two hours to make sure you don't have blood clots. And then they have to stick you with more needles. And you're like not done, right? You are you still don't have your body back for probably four months after pregnancy. And then if you're breastfeeding, that's like a whole nother thing. So your body's still not back to being your body. Also, your hormones are raging. So it, you don't feel 100% yourself. So th- those are the things that surprised me. The next question is, is Zaza sleeping in your room? What bassinet are you using? Zaza is not sleeping in our room. We actually decided to get a night nurse. So she started for the first two weeks after I gave birth for 24 hours, which was amazing. And I really realized how lucky I am and, and how amazing that is. I know that's not something that everyone everyone gets to do is to have a night nurse. So to have a night nurse for 24 hours was really, really incredible and probably changed that experience for me. She now switches to 12 hours. So she comes at seven o'clock and leaves at seven o'clock in the morning. And because of that, we were able to start sleep training her. Now, I know this isn't for everyone. I got 100 DMs about how you're not supposed to sleep train this early. We, we're doing what works for us. The night nurse is consulting us. We're speaking with our pediatrician. And this is our plan of action. So she's was immediately sleeping in her crib. We decided not to do any bassinets. I just felt like like we want her to just really love her room and to know that we have access to this night nurse who's just a plethora of information and a wealth of knowledge it's it, it makes me feel comfortable that she's in her room so she she sleeps in her room from probably 7:30 to 7 she wakes up Two times, sometimes three a night, and we decided not to do any bassinet in our room. So that's what we're doing right now. It's working for us. If you guys are interested in sleep training and and kind of like all the specifics on that, you can let me know on my latest Instagram. I don't know if that's something that will bore people, but the night nurse has like, seriously, brought so much to the table. I have learned so much from her. I would not know any of this without her. Someone asked me, How are you and your vagina doing? My vagina, I'd like to report, is back to normal. Okay. I believe that the reason it's back to normal is because I had such a quick delivery and my doctor massaged my perlenium. I don't know how to say it and I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing it, perlenium, perlenium, while I was giving birth. And when you are pushing and, and someone's doing that, I think it really helps with tearing. I had to get two stitches, which wasn't a big deal at all. I didn't even feel it. And everything feels shrunk up and back to normal, which is awesome. Um, I will allow Michael to report on that, though, after six weeks, because we can have sex in six weeks. So I have two more weeks to let you know how how everything is really doing. But looks-wise and feel-wise, it's good. So thank you for asking about my vagina.
1: I mean, I'm curious is when people say, what's the status of it? I mean... Of course, I know that it goes through some stretching because.
0: Oh, you're the, you're curious about the status of my vagina.
1: No, no, I'm I'm just am ask I'm adding further to that <laughs> question specifically. I mean, is there someone that like looks in the mirror and goes like, "Oh my God, I don't even notice it anymore," or is it does it go through that dramatic of a change?
0: I have heard that 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 women say don't look in like don't look at your vagina after you give birth. I looked at mine because I feel like I'm a human guinea pig and a researcher, and I knew I was going to be asked this question, so I wanted to really document it in all its glory and like really w- watch what. was happening to it. And it w- it wasn't that bad. Now, I don't know if that's because I didn't have an episiotomy. And Taylor, if you're wondering what an episiotomy is, it's when you tear from your vagina to your butthole.
1: I remember he- Alexis Haynes mentioning that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't
0: have that. I'm very lucky. Now, if I had had an episiotomy, I'm sure it would be different. Listen, m- my body right now is not the same. Like, first of all, your uterus hangs over your pants. For six weeks. So it's it's um it's not even Your stomach doesn't even look like it's overweight. It looks like you have something hanging over your stomach. So I'm not like saying my body looks back to normal, okay? My uterus is hanging. My thighs need to lose weight. I got to lose weight in my ass. I've got cellulite on my butt. Like my arm when I wave, like like the bat wing flaps in the wind. I got a lot of work to do. But I can say that my vagina is looking 100% back to normal. It's been four weeks, Um, You do bleed a lot after birth, but I didn't notice anything crazy. One of my friends told me that her vagina turned into a smurf vagina. I think we talked about this on the podcast and like blew up. I didn't have anything like that.
1: Why would she call it a smurf vagina? It's an actual thing,
0: Taylor. It's a smurf vagina. Like it's, look it up.
1: I'm going to Google search this right now.
0: I'm sure you are. So, yeah, did that answer your question about my vagina? Michael's going to love that question that you asked me that. Are you breastfeeding? No judgment at all, just wondering. Yes, I am breastfeeding. I did a post on this. I did not know if I was going to breastfeed. I didn't know if it was for me. And to be honest, it had to do with maybe me being vain. I just got my boobs done a year ago by Dr. Barrett and I didn't want to fuck him up. But I messaged Dr. Barrett and asked him, and he was like, a well, little breastfeeding's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. So that kind of settled my mind. And then the second I saw the baby, we gave her colostrum, which is like a little bit of stuff that comes out of your nipple after you give birth. And I really liked the bonding moment with Zaza. I like, I loved it, and it just felt really comfortable and right to me. And I ended up really liking breastfeeding, which surprised me because I didn't know I would like it. So someone asked what surprised you about motherhood, probably the breastfeeding. I have really enjoyed it. I'm taking care of my nipples every single time I breastfeed. So I haven't had raw nipples. And this is a tip from the night nurse. She has me putting little silver covers on that promote any inflammation and just are really it's really healing. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes. So these little silver nipple covers, I've been using those and then I've been using these cold freezing nipple covers that you put in the fridge and they, they just are really soothing. So I think the trick for me is to, to to take care of my nipples every single time after I breastfeed. So I haven't noticed any changes in my boobs yet. I don't I don't know how long I, I'll do it. I think probably at this point I'll do it 2 to 3 months. But you never know, you know, ask me tomorrow. I may change my mind. But what I'm doing is I'm breastfeeding. I'm breastfeeding probably 70% of the time. And the other 30% were doing a bottle. And I just am the type of person that wants to have a lot of options because my life is just so um, chaotic and up and down. And I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow. And maybe I'll be traveling Monday. So I just wanted to make sure the baby was comfortable with having lots of options. So the formula that we're using when we do use formula is called HIPPA, HIP. HIPA, HIP? I think H-I-P-P-A. It's, I think it's formulated in Germany and it came highly recommended by so many people that are in the pregnancy and birth space. I talked to obviously like so many people. We had so many experts on, and I really picked everyone's brain and picked a formula that I thought was the best for Zaza. And she loves it. We do it in a glass bottle. We try not to heat it up every time, so she's not used to hot milk every time. I've found that some of my friends said they would heat the bottle up all the time for the baby, and the baby got like used to that and bougie. So I'm not letting Zaza get bougie about her heated bottle. She has it sometimes room temperature. And then she has breast milk too. So she's so she's doing a medley of things. And as far as pumping, I fucking hate pumping. It's it's really not my thing. It feels medical. It doesn't feel like breastfeeding feels, right? For me, breastfeeding feels- More like
1: an organic attraction instead of like the other thing is like way more mechanical. Yes. It's, it's like is. a machine versus something Absolutely. That, like a human's doing.
0: Absolutely. It's like if you had a sex robot sucking your dick as opposed to a real girl.
1: Oh my God. That's uh, honestly the best analogy I've, I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: We're going to take a quick break to talk jewelry, specifically Uncommon James. So most of you guys are very familiar with Uncommon James. It was founded and creatively directed by television personality and fashion entrepreneur, Kristen Cavallari. She's been on the show before. She's amazing. She's so cool. And her jewelry is major, you guys. So Uncommon James is a collection of timeless, effortless, and sophisticated jewelry for the woman on the go. I specifically, and I've seen Kristen wear this, a lot too, like the seashell earrings. They're these little earrings with tiny little seashells hanging off them. They're gold. They're dainty. They frame your face and they're perfect for a selfie because this is so weird, but they whiten your eyes because of the seashell. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, I wear them all the time and they really make the best selfie. If you watch her show, you know she's always wearing her jewelry. There's so many different things to choose from. They're kind of feminine pieces like with an edge. And everything is so affordable, which I'm very much about. It's all under $100. You can find like 14 karat gold plated um, jewels that just make all the difference to any outfit. Anyway, if you're looking for something to spice up your outfit, definitely check Uncommon James out and look at those seashell earrings. I'm telling you you guys, they are good. It's effortless. It's versatile and fashion forward. I also picked up one of their campfire candles. There's so many things on their site that you guys are going to be obsessed with. So all you have to do is visit www.uncommonjames.com and use discount code skinny20 for 20% off. Check out the seashell earrings, grab a candle and maybe throw in some coin jewelry. I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. You're going to love it. That's www.uncommonjames.com. Use code skinny20 for 20% off. All right, let's get back to my solo. You know, I I really like the bonding time with the baby. And that's breastfeeding and pumping, like Taylor says, just feels mechanical. And I feel it makes me feel like a cow. And like I said earlier, my body was not mine for nine months. And then to not continue to have it not be mine is okay. But then when you're like sitting there pumping, it just feels... It feels too medical, to be honest. So um, I probably pump like a couple times a week. And I probably only do it for 30 minutes. And I do it on the lowest level. And it's not my favorite thing to do. And again, this is just my story. Everyone is different. Uh, I know there's breastfeeding police out there. I believe in the end, and this is my motto. And I did an Instagram On it. If you want to go check it out, fed is best. As long as your baby's fed, you're good. So now she has three different options of ways to get food. I can pump if I want. I can breastfeed her or I can feed her through a bottle. I do 15 minutes on each breast and I like to keep it even because I don't want one breast to look different than the other. And yeah, that's I definitely always wear a really supportive bra and I wear that bra 24 hours a day even when I'm sleeping because I don't want anything to sag. So I'm just really trying to take really good care of the boobs. Next question is what compression wear did you get and do you wear it all day? I've been a real psycho about compression wear. I have a friend named Kim Hammond. I have my friend Ingrid, who you guys know, and then another friend Anna from Pellicure, the spa I go to, and all of these women I look at as role models in the mom space, and they all recommended compression wear and girdles. So here's the deal: I understand that this is not again for everyone, but this is what I'm doing, and I'm just sharing what I'm doing. So. I have this underwear. It's and I'll put it in a blog post or in the show notes and it's like C-section underwear and it's like really really tight compression. I'm wearing it right now and it goes up above my belly button. So I wear that sometimes or I'll wear a belly band that I like band my stomach or I'll wear a girdle if I'm going out on the town. And then recently I was connected to this company called Belly Binding. And basically, it's this company in LA. They come over 10 times. They're going to come over 10 times to my house and wrap my stomach up really gnarly. And I'll do a blog post on it and like a breakdown and show it to you guys on Instagram story. But basically, it just holds you in. I believe, and this is my theory, that you are training your uterus to go back to the size that it was because it it takes six weeks for the uterus to go back. And so when you're using that compression wear, it just kind of reminds things where they should go. And I've had a really good experience with it. I notice when I take it off that my uterus does look smaller and I feel like it's helping me get my shape back. You know, if someone were asking me my opinion, I would say it works, it's legit. Um, Sure, it's uncomfortable, but like beauty's pain. And, you know, I'm just doing what I got to do right now. What does a night nurse do? This question has been everywhere. I have talked to a lot of powerful women, CEOs, you know, women who are running their own company or or you know work, you know, 9 to 5 just like hustlers, and they all told me the same thing, get a night nurse. I talked to a lot of other bloggers and influencers, they said the same thing. So we decided to find our night nurse through word of mouth. We talked to a lot of different people and found one that just had really special, calm, newborn energy because the person's going to be in your house a lot. So that's really important. A lot of people are curious of exactly what they do. So basically what a night nurse does is what I've found is that it's like I said, it's educational. I'm learning all there is to learn about a newborn. It's also giving me my sanity and my sleep. I think without sleep, this whole thing would be a 100 times harder, and I have mad respect for anyone, and and there's obviously millions of people that have done it without a night nurse because you're not sleeping. I can't imagine. That's probably like a lot of strain on your marriage. It's a lot of strain on you as the mother i mean truly i can't imagine it's 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 probably very hard so to have the ability to be able to sleep gives me sanity i i get to sleep through the night and i know that's really really rare and you know not a lot of moms are in that position and again i'm really lucky to be able to do that so like i said she goes to bed the baby at 7:30 she wakes up at 7 she wakes up two to three times at night And the night nurse is able to give her a bottle. So I'm like psycho and I'll pop in on her camera. We use the Miku. And I'm able to watch on my phone. And obviously like she's right next to my room so I can get up if I want, if she's crying. But for the most part, I've really been able to sleep. And so anyone that's messaging me saying, how do you have energy? You know, how are you back to work? you know, in three weeks, it's because I have a night nurse. And I think that's really important to be transparent about that. I know that there's a lot of celebrities and influencers that have night nurses that don't tell the general public. Now, that's fine. And I get that that's their decision. But for me, I really want to make sure that I'm really, really honest with mothers about why I have energy right now. I have energy because I'm I'm lucky enough to have someone who helps me during the night. So that's what a night nurse does. She's also an actual nurse. She's helped me a lot. You know, I had a really bad rash. She's helped me with my nipples. She's taught me how to take care of my nipples. And again, she's taught me all about a baby, everything there is to know. Even like the other day, Zaza was like, needed to go to the bathroom. She was grumpy because she was like backed up. And the night nurse showed me how to do infant massage on her stomach to help everything move through and it was amazing it worked like right away she went to the bathroom and felt so much better she's taught me about things like grip water which is this amazing water that um, has all these herbs in it that really helps hiccups. She's taught me about things like little remedies and what kind of, even like what kind of diaper paste to use and just all these little tips and tricks that I never would have had access to. So what I can tell you is that if you're a mom, I promise to continue to be a resource and get all the tips and tricks from the night nurse so you can you can use them too. It's actually been kind of like a like a research experience for the Skinny Confidential to have the night nurse there. So that's coming soon i am having her for three to four months again i just want to be really transparent and not feel like i'm hiding anything from the audience I'll, if i have her longer i'll let you guys know and i'll continue to update you so that's the night nurse schedule
1: so now since you've actually had the baby and the tummy's essentially i mean i, I don't want to say you haven't lost the elasticity of it but since you no longer have the child inside of you how do you feel physically like the main difference between before, I'm sure that because you're carrying around all that weight physically, can you, what is it? What's the difference between prior to now? Since now you've not only lost the weight of the child, but since your body's probably no longer developing, or maybe it is still is developing a lot of like the fluids or vitamins that you need. Do can you tell difference? Can you tell the difference physically and like mentally or, I mean, emotionally too, I guess.
0: Hot little break to talk about beat elite. So. I am a very active person. And since I was cleared by my doctor recently to work out, I have been even more active. So I've been really, really stepping it up with Pilates, working out and eating healthy. And recently I was sent this product to try and I'm absolutely loving it. It's called Beat Elite. So why I like it is you just add it to your smoothie. It's quick. I'm very much about making a smoothie and adding all the nutrients and minerals I can get and just like drinking it down. So, beet elite is something that you want to take before your workout because this is going to extend your endurance and improve your energy. I recently hiked Runyon. I had a huge smoothie with beet elite in it and I'm telling you I was like zipping up and down runyon it was wild so if you're working out and you just feel like you want more stamina to complete your workout this this is the product for you michael tried it he was like running to the gym you guys i'm not even joking Running to the gym, working out, and running home, not even like Ubering like he normally does. You should also know that Beat Elite is trusted by hundreds of professional teams, which is why we partnered with them. They're endorsed by elite athletes. Tim Ferriss, you get it, the GIFT. It's like top-notch performance nutrition. It seamlessly adds to your smoothie, so there's not any like crazy taste. So do what we did. Take your game to the next level with Beat Elite by going to livehuman.com slash skinny and get 20% off your first purchase. The team at Human is making this offer exclusive to all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners only. You won't find a deal like this anywhere else. That's livehuman.com slash skinny, livehuman.com slash skinny. All right, let's get back to my solo episode. So I did a blog post that's up on the Skinny Confidential about weight gain. I think that, again, that's something that's not talked about enough. I gained 55 pounds. Now, I, I was like probably 40 and a half weeks when I weighed myself. So maybe I even gained 60. Who the fuck knows? I was I was like feeling big. That's That, for, that was a lot of weight on me. It was hurting my feet. It was very, very stressful on my body. But again, I wanted to use my platform to talk about the weight gain because they tell you to gain between 25 and 35 pounds, which didn't happen for me. I will say immediately when I left the hospital, and this is fucking wild, I lost 30 pounds. So a lot of that was the baby, the placenta, water, swelling, water weight. And so that was amazing. But I still do have 25 pounds to lose. And this is three and a half weeks later. And my uterus is still not back to normal. And like I said, things are not not how I want them by any means there's been dms in my inbox asking me if I'm back to my pre-pregnancy weight after three and a half weeks. Fuck no. If you're a mom, you know that that, that's not the way that it happens. And so maybe I can help like pull the shield or pull the, I want to say like the Wizard of Oz curtain off of this aspect of pregnancy. These stories of people just bouncing back, like fitting into their jeans when they leave the hospital, that's an amazing story, but that's not been my experience. And I think sometimes with Instagram and Instagram models, it can make, it can make people feel bad. I think that the way we combat that is by being really, really authentic in what's really happening. So that is why I decided to do a post on weight gain. And after having a daughter and seeing, and and just like experiencing having a little girl, I wanna be like a role model in that space for women to be comfortable and confident with, with whatever weight they gain. Because the truth is, is like, there's nothing you can do about it. You're pregnant. It is what it is. So it's just like be calm and embrace the process. Because if you're stressed out about your weight while you're pregnant the whole entire time, the baby's gonna pick up that str- on that stress. In in my opinion, when it's in your stomach, I just I, I I'm a big believer in that. So anyway, I did a blog post on the weight gain. So that's that's been something that has been interesting. Postpartum is like is the body change, so so I'm feeling okay about that. I'm really gonna start to do intermittent fasting after I stop breastfeeding and just really focus on my diet and movement and meditation and Pilates and the Skinny Confidential Body Guide and reading and just doing things that really calm and lower my cortisol um, to get back into my pre-pregnancy shape. I have not experienced any postpartum depression or anxiety, luckily. I will say that I think that um, one of the contributors to that is lack of sleep, and I have not had lack of sleep. So I can see how people can get postpartum depression and anxiety when there is a lack of sleep. I I think that if I wasn't sleeping, I would possibly be prone to it. That's maybe the reason I haven't experienced it yet. I am a little bit more anxious about things that I normally wouldn't be anxious about. For instance, I do not want to drive a car. I'm not ready to drive a car yet. I know that's maybe weird. After three and a half weeks, I'm not ready to drive a car. And furthermore, I'm not ready to drive a car with a baby. Like, no way. I do not want to even put the baby in the car with me alone so that's maybe something that's 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 been surprising and then my hormones are raging like when Michael does something that that pisses me off like last night he pissed me off And, and normally I would have just let it go but I sent like an eight page text message to him and it felt so good to just get it out and I'm like sweating more and I notice if I have like I had a margarita I noticed the tequila maybe like gives me more of a hangover than it used to those are just little things that i've noticed i also have noticed that my appetite has completely decreased and i'm wondering if anyone else has experienced this i was so hungry like a carb cookie monster my entire pregnancy eating so much so many carbs like just wild amounts of food could i was sick of food by the end of my pregnancy and now i'm just not hungry it's it's weird i mean listen Uh, let's be honest, I need to tighten up. So I'm fine with it, but I'm not that hungry. And everyone told me I'd be so hungry when I was breastfeeding and I'm not. And then lastly, the other thing I noticed is that breastfeeding makes you really tired. The baby is essentially sucking out all your minerals and your vitamins and your nutrients. So, when I do breastfeed, I get so tired, and I'm thinking to myself, how am I so tired? Like I, I literally have just been breastfeeding and taking care of the baby all day. i I truly think it is because like I said, the baby's sucking everything out of you. So a little uh,
1: nip a little nipple vampire, a
0: little nipple, a little nipple vampire. And those are the changes that I've seen. And then I got to let you know in two weeks how the sex is because I can- I like cannot wait to become a practitioner of six weeks postpartum sex. I-, I can't wait to see how that goes. I'll be having to use a lot of woo, more play. You know what I mean? Why did I choose to name the baby Zaza? I answered this in the birth podcast, but really quickly, I was obsessed with Zaza Gabor and I am obsessed with Zaza Gabor. I read all her autobiographies and one of my favorites was how to catch a man, how to keep a man, and how to rid a man. And I just thought she was so bossy and fabulous and just herself. She really was a leader. Like, I feel like she was not a follower. She embraced herself. She embraced her differences. And I really looked up to that. So um, I ran around telling Michael for years and years that I love Zaza Gabor. I told him all the time, I'm obsessed with Zaza Gabor. Come to find out, I was pronouncing her name wrong the whole time. It was Zaza. And immediately I wanted to name my daughter Zaza when I found that out. And it's because I just fell in love with the name Zaza because I thought Zaza's name was Zaza. Michael and I just decided, like, this is the name of our daughter. This is so perfect. We've never heard anything more sparkly and Zazali before, and it was it was different and unique, but also at the same time, easy to pronounce and easy to spell. And the second I saw her, I knew she was a Zaza. And now that I've gotten to know her personality and her quirks, I think it's truly the perfect name. So that's how our name came about. We thought Jaja Gabor's name was Zaza, and it wasn't. Next question. How did you lose your tummy so quickly? I have not lost my tummy. We discussed that earlier, but it is going down, and I think it has to do with compression wear, lots of water, um, eating real ingredients, real foods, lots of vegetables. I'm having spirulina every single day. I'm taking my vitamins. Um, I'm walking. I'm not working out. You can't work out for six weeks. I'm, um, you know, trying to lower my cortisol. I'm using a lot of red light therapy. I think I'm just taking it easy on myself. So those are some things that I think are helping. But like I said, I'm not not back to my pre-pregnancy shape. So don't want to deceive anyone on that. Okay, these are some quick questions that I got asked that I'm just going to answer really quick. We're going to do like five minutes of quick questions. Do you shake jalapeno in your margarita or add it as a garnish? I shake it in the margarita and add it as a garnish, but you could do either or. Did I get Botox while I was pregnant? No, I didn't. And I still have not gotten it yet because I'm breastfeeding. I'm probably going to wait a little bit to get it. And I'm so excited. I used very good skincare though. I was very specific about the kind of skincare and oils that I used. Did I dye my hair when I was pregnant? No, I did not. I gave my hair a break. I think I'm going to give my hair a break until May. I just felt like I was dyeing it so much that it needed um, to just go natural for a little bit. Where did you go to school? I went to San Diego State. And looking back for me, I don't think I would have gone to college. I've done a podcast on it. I just think that for me, it was something that, you know, I wasn't going to school to be a doctor or a lawyer. I think that I would have zoned in more on building my own brand and being an entrepreneur. Breastfeeding tips. Do you do one boob at a time or do you switch halfway? I do 15 minutes right, 15 minutes left, and then a little bit like one one or two ounces of a bottle. And like I said, I use the HIPAA formula and I do that every single time. Best nursing bras. I have found ones off Amazon that I love. They're just generic, nothing special. They hold the tits up. I'll link them in the show notes. And then also there's this brand called BAE. And they make awesome nursing bras. I don't even know if they actually are nursing bras, but they make awesome bras for postpartum. And I've been wearing those a lot too. How much weight did you gain during pregnancy? I gained 55 pounds. I did a blog post on it. Google the Skinny Confidential pregnancy weight gain. I told the whole story there. Why are you called the Skinny Confidential? I started the Skinny Confidential when I was at San Diego State and I decided to call it the Skinny Confidential because I wanted it to be a place where you could come and get the juice, get the skinny, get uh, get all the specifics. So that's why it's called that. It has nothing to do with being skinny. I just thought it was a cheeky name. Did you tear at all? I had two stitches down there. We did a birth podcast on it and the stitches are already gone. It wasn't that bad at all. So it was quick, easy, and painless. Do you want more kids? Yes, I think we do, but give me a minute. I got to wrap my head around it. I had such a good birth and such a nice labor that I would be bummed if I couldn't do it again. It was a really cool, intense experience. And I'm actually like, it's weird. I'm excited to give birth again. It was it was really magical. And last and final question, did your pregnancy cause any stretch marks? It's my biggest fear. I did not get stretch marks, but that is because I truly believe I used oil on my stomach every single night. I was diligent about it. I used it on my stomach, on my sides, on my inner thighs, on my outer thighs, on my ass. I used it everywhere. And so right now I don't have stretch marks. I have heard, though, that sometimes it takes a while for them to come in. So I'll keep you guys updated if I get them. But as of now, I don't see them. Who knows? I don't know. Can you get them on your boobs later? I don't know. We'll have to see. Knock on wood. Right now, I don't have any. And I'm still continuing to put that oil on my stretch marks. And I think the compression wear helps. So even if if, if you're not down with the girdle, I get it. But try the compression wear. Like I'm, I think you guys are going to be surprised. I'm going to start talking about it a lot because it's worked for me. So that was my Q&A. We did a lot of pregnancy, a lot of birth, a lot of Zaza, and then we peppered it in with beauty and wellness. I hope you guys like these Q&As. If you do, let me know on my latest Instagram and also shoot me a question on there so I can feature you guys. Next time I do a q and I'll shout out the Instagram handles so that'll be fun. In the meantime, make sure you rated and reviewed the podcast. And again, let me know what your favorite part of this episode was on my latest post. Hope you guys loved it. We'll be back again soon with a new episode for you. And of course, follow at TSE Podcast on Instagram.